0: You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 32, Seed Catalog Collection Time with host Linda Borgie. Well, hello, hello, hello. How are you? Linda Borgie from Farmyard. You are just one seed away. And isn't it wonderful that we're going to talk about seed catalogs today? Oh, how much do you love this time of year? Really, how much do you love this time of year? I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions, actually, today. I would love to hear from each and every one of you. I would like for you to tell me what are your most favorite seed companies and why? Is it because they have a certain variety? Is it because they are a family business? Is it because they they, uh, have seeds that are organic or biodynamic, uh, you know, GMO-free, all that jazz? Do you only grow heirloom seeds? Heirloom meaning they've been grown for at least 50 years? I want to know all about it. I want to know about your seed addiction because my seed addiction dates way, way back to when I was in my, gosh, in my mid-twenties and my uh, my former husband and I bought a house in Bogota, New Jersey and it was a tiny little footprint of a property. It was 50 feet wide by 100 feet long and maybe 75 feet long and that's with the house on it you know so there wasn't a lot of backyard front yard blah 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 and this particular house didn't have any driveway or garage and you had to walk up 69 stairs to get to the front porch because it's built kind of on a hill well at the time it was burpee Burpee was the big seed company. You got all your seeds from Burpee, you know. Burpee must have thought that I had a palatial mansion because I had every square inch of that property growing. Corn, blueberries. At that time, I was using the square foot gardening method. And I just had, I had fruit and flowers growing everywhere. And, you know... We're going to have a, an interview with a flower farmer and her new book is Vegetables Love Flowers or Flowers Love Vegetables, something to that effect. You know, harmoniously working together It does not have to be a monocrop of one or the other. It doesn't have to be just flowers. It doesn't have to be just food. It just does, It doesn't have to be just fruit. It has to be, it has to start with the collection of seed catalogs now what I'm going to do for this episode is I'm going to attach a document where you can go right down the list and order paper catalogs for close to I think it's 35 or 40 different companies I've been collecting these from different sites you know And then you can get all of those catalogs and start looking through them. Some of them I've never heard of. I'm going on and ordering the ones I've never heard of. But I can tell you one thing is that back when I was in my mid-30s, and I'm in my mid-60s now, so that's 30 years ago, there were a lot more seed catalogs to be had. And more important than that, the catalogs were a lot thicker. There were a lot more varieties. Well, you know, in this century, we've lost 92% of our vegetable and fruit varieties. And that's taken from the movie Seed, the untold story. You know, we have to begin growing, growing, growing. growing. If we don't grow a seed, then we can't keep it, right? It becomes extinct. It goes away. So the only way you do that is to go through the seed catalogs and choose based on the description or where you're located, your soil, all of those different factors as to what you want to grow, right? You know, for me... I go through the catalogs and I very rarely order them in print form although I did this year I, I I'm, I'm looking forward to them arriving in the mail so I could have something to sit there with and dream and ponder and la 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 while it's 33 degrees here in Silver Springs Maryland right and plan and plan and plan you know Opening some of these seed catalogs and uh, you know some of these names some of these varieties are such old friends for me We've had a relationship now for so many years And just seeing their name in print Just makes me smile And think about what we have to look forward to in the coming months together you know and let the process begin now in seed catalogs I do recommend that you order as many print seed catalogs as you can especially if you're a beginner and this is not by any means to overwhelm you or to confuse you what it really is is to give you a complete library of information because seed catalogs are a wealth, a wealth of information. Now, my go-to seed catalog, my go-to seed company for info would be Johnny's Seed. Yeah, I mean, they tell you how many seed for this length of Uh, furrow, and how many for this size bed, and what the germination rate is, and on and on and on. So what I would recommend you doing, only because this is what I did when I first got started, I chose my varieties, right? And then, once I decided, after I grew them, and I like them, either they're you know, their taste or their color or their vibrancy or their heartiness or whatever it is I liked about them. Whatever it was that our relationship was built on, right? And I decided I was going to continue growing that variety. Well, I would search everywhere to find out everything I could about that variety and what it needed and what it wanted, so that I could, you know, give that plant everything that its heart's desired, right? And then in turn, that plant is going to feed me with such a high level of nutrient dense food. It's crazy. Off the off the Richter scales. Well, you know, that has a lot to do with intention as well, you know. And, uh, but let's get back. I don't want to stray from seed catalogs. So inside of seed catalogs, it's going to tell you exactly what you need to know insofar as whether or not that plant is going to thrive in your region, in your part of the world. It really would be very difficult for me, you know, most most of my growing has been in the uh, northeast so it would be insane for me to try to uh, explain to a southern gardener right uh, how to grow or what to grow or when to grow but that would be for southern exposure seed catalog so there are catalogs for every single application so not only do we want to look to the seed catalogs insofar as companies are concerned, but we really want to seek out our local seed libraries. That is correct. And all of us, each and every one of us, should really have a goal to start a community seed library where you live. It could be right in the actual library, you know, because they already have a system. Or it could be outside of that system and just as a separate entity. And what, what, is, what is a seed library? What is it? It's a place where, when the time is right, to harvest seed from different crops, a portion of that seed is taken to the library so that that seed can be grown the following year now I can give you an example of my own life experiences very past um, summer and fall so this past summer and fall I was in Beaufort South Carolina and I um, I carved out 600 square feet of sunlight underneath those huge ancient live oak trees. And I planted mostly zinnias. And boy, some of them were just unbelievably outstanding, stupendo, like Miss Willamont. I had a stand of those zinnias that were to die for. So what did I do? I chose the very best one. The very, very best one. The one that I wanted to put in a vase so badly. I wanted to bring it into my bedroom and just have it to stay in suspended animation. That's what I wanted to do. But I didn't. I did not cut that flower. I let it stay, and I saved it for seed. Now, that's something that I would bring to a seed library because it was outstanding and could you imagine let's just take a town a tiny town it doesn't even have to be a big town let's take a tiny town right a tiny community it could be a church let's talk about a church right and if everybody at the right at the time of year when you would be harvesting seed if you would all bring that seed to your church and it would be you know organized in a way in envelopes or and it would go in you know into a seed library right and then we would be creating our own seed catalogs and that's what we need to do and we all need to do it remember right now on this planet If we turned eating into a collaborative, cooperative of gathering seed and harvesting food and sharing, growing and giving, wow, what a different uh, picture that paints, doesn't it? Collaborative, cooperative, community, relationship, connections. Connections on the deepest level. Because food is something that we need to live, right? Remember, we all rely on that six-inch layer of topsoil, the fact that it rains, now don't we? If we all participated in that dance in one way or another, doesn't matter what way that's in it. it, whether it be a pot of garlic on your kitchen windowsill, or supporting financially the Farmyard movement via Patreon. Everyone can participate. Everyone can participate. And now is the time to do so. But this is the time of year for planning, gathering all of those catalogs. So I will put that, I will attach that document, for you guys to go ahead and order all of your paper catalogs, right? And then go through them and read those descriptions and find the information that's located in those paper catalogs and get yourself a three-ring binder and put some cellophane sheets in there and start your planning. Your planning all starts in your head, folks. The catalogs are just gonna give you something to plan about. So that is all for now, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're getting buoy benefits out of these uh out of these podcasts because I can tell you something. I really put an awful lot of thought into it. I really do. The most important thing that I can do for you is encourage you to take action and to ask questions. Any questions that you have, contact me. Get in touch with me. If I don't have the answer, I promise you, Mr. Gallagher and Mr. Sheen, that I will get the answer for you. There you go. So I will, as usual... Thank all of our Patreon supporters, our current, current people that are pledging for our podcast. Thank you, Honey Bunches of Oats. We, honest to God, could not do it without you. And uh, thanks to each and every one of you. I am Linda Borgie, and I am going to sign off for now. I will... See you on the flip side. And until then, go farm your yard. This podcast is community supported. We thank everyone for tuning in. And a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farm yard, all one word, on patreon.com.